Hey everyone, today is Friday the 27th of July 2018. This is The Gap, episode 429. I'm Luke Laurie and Job Gouray is here. How's it going, Job? Oh, uh, yeah, pretty good. I'm not as sick as I was last week, which is nice. It's a, nice. It's a bonus. Still got a bit of a tickle. Um, just like a lingering cough. Mm. It's the sort of cough that if, you know, a hun- literally 100 years ago, they would have been like, already writing my obit yeah like, like, he's dead ah uh, uh, Job we knew him well he was a fine young man he spent too much time writing in the periodicals about the latest fancies with dice and, and cards but still he was a fine man <laughs> yeah yeah this new game called poker <laughs> <laughs> actually it's, it's uh, 100 years ago it would have been 1918 so uh, you and me would definitely have died in uh, World War One. So yeah, scrap all that. We would have been dead years ago hmm. on the on the shores of Gallipoli. Cool. All right, we got some games to talk about this week. <laughs> oh, sorry, was I you know too far off topic? Yeah, too Fine. far. We do have. We some- only talk about games in this show, Joe. I'm not sure if you've listened to it before. I haven't. 100 percent games dedicated podcast. Uh, it's true. Let's, uh, what, what games we got? I think uh, if it's your first time listening, usually it's like an hour in before we start talking about anything that's worthwhile listening to. Yep, that's true. <laughs> uh, I don't think you know, we ever get to a point where there's anything worthwhile listening to. This is to. true. It's all good quality content. Hey, actually, speaking of uh, good quality content, and before we jump into games, uh, <laughs> I, got, I got pinged uh, the other day, tweeted uh, by a guy... Uh, who uh, runs the great American podcast, or the GAP. Right. And they've been, they've been going for ages. Ages, I tell you. At least four months. And uh, yeah. <laughs> At least four months, okay, yep. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> their, uh, their slogan is, they're going, is Mala making America laugh again. And when I pointed out that uh, The Gap has never made America laugh, let alone again, uh, yeah, they were like, well, you better fucking consult with the the guys who run the great American podcast Yeah, about your name because, you know, it's, it's right there in your slogan. Yep. Anyway, uh, yeah. It's never going to happen. We're never going to make America laugh. We're never going to make Australia laugh. We're not making anyone laugh. There's no fucking laughing here, okay? It's all serious. That's serious. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you are listening to us because uh, we're trying to find... I've watched some of it. Just, uh, I've watched some of the Great American podcast. <laughs> You're in. you subscribed. I, I'm well in. Uh, I'm not subscribed. Um, because I watched some of it and it, it's terrible. It's awful. They're just... They're both... Like... Oh, the games podcast? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're just unlikable. <laughs> I don't mean that in like a harsh way. Obviously, there's no way that it's not harsh. But like, I don't mean it like to, to dump on them. I just mean they lack bait, like any charisma at all. It's like when, um, it's like me, you know, I don't have any natural charisma. And instead, I just like attempt to roast people. These guys yep. don't even do that. They just 
just like talk and they look uh I don't know, it's just rough. One of them looks like Max Mum uh, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. But, uh, that's one of the guys on the show. So I'm not sure if that's a diss on Max Mum or the guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, anyway. anyway. They're the worst. And how dare they steal our name. Um, yeah, they call themselves The Gap Live. Just checking out if you need something to listen to. Okay. Uh, Something funny. I mean, they are making America laugh again. I'm just throwing it out there. Mm. So, if you are American, it's right up your alley. Yep. Hmm. Uh, I've been watching some PUBG. Hmm. Me too. It's been on. (laughs) Yeah, it's um. So the the player unknowns battlegrounds global invitational is on at the moment, where twenty of the uh, some of the world's best teams. (laughs) <laughs> are uh, currently competing for a $2 million US prize pool. Um, there's two competitions running at the moment. There is a third-person perspective and a first-person perspective where um, all 20 teams will play over eight rounds of each mode. And the um, the the team with the highest score, uh, which is combined of points and placement, will end up uh, winning the event or, or that particular mode. Um, so they split it across five days. Uh, each day, first and second day, have um, four rounds each, and then they're having a bit of a break with a, a celebrity slash streamer. <laughs> Maybe celebrity is a bad word. Uh, uh, streamer slash pro gamers teaming up and, and having like a, a funsies tournament. Someone describes it as celebrity sports. Yeah. And I hate them forever. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. I, I just, I saw that and I thought, wow, that is awful. Uh, um, I hate everything about it. I hate the name. I hate the attempted play on words. I hate uh, the idea that streamers are celebrities. Yeah. I hate streamer esports in general uh, because it's they're... it's so weird, right? That's, that's something that um, Fortnite does. That's their esports. Like Fortnite purely does streamers as like their esports tournament and it's so fucking Fortnite has them queuing into pub games and competing for the most possible kills that's their fucking that's their competition Mm. queuing with pubs that's not competition the pub stopping isn't fucking competition what the what the fuck could you imagine if Counter Strike was like well see how many fucking wins you can rack up with like Let's get FaZe into a fucking matchmaking list and see how many kills they can rack up as quick as possible. Like, there was a there was a minor controversy the other day uh, when someone tried to prove that, um, that a guy was, like, playing against Smurfs hmm. uh, or, like, alt accounts and they were feeding him kills so that he could win the thing. Uh, my, like, I, I retweeted it because it... Just staggering how this is a half a million dollar fucking uh, competition. Um, I didn't actually. I, I didn't think it was, there was enough proof. Uh, and, and later on, uh, Epic jumped in with like metrics of their own to demonstrate that he wasn't cheating. Yeah. Uh, they did also jump in with one extra little nugget of uh, fact, though, and that was that. Uh, they don't consider it cheating if you are using a keyboard and mouse while playing on console. Hmm. Which, um... Are you fucking kidding? 
Are you fucking for real? That is insane. How the fuck could you allow that? No. No, you can't use a fucking keyboard if you're on a console. The advantage you have is so fucking, so huge, especially if you're pub stopping. Holy Jesus Christ. Because if you're, like, on console, you're, you're fucking queuing up against motherfuckers who might, aren't even fucking paying any attention and shit. Jesus. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. That is just outstanding. I cannot believe. Oh, my lord. We're queuing up against mobile players. Yeah, you could be. Oh, no, I think he was on PlayStation, so he, oh. he's not queuing up against anyone. <laughs> anyone. <laughs> yeah, except the people around the corner from him. Society is making sure of that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of celebrity sports. Uh, back to it, it, I, I'm I'm fine with it when it's like a charity thing. Oh or, yeah, when it's a, yeah. But but they seem to be touting it as like this is our esport, and they just get like ninja and shit in to just smash a bunch of noobs. And it's like that's yeah. not yeah, yeah cool. that's not yeah okay fair enough. Anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, it is kind of yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I don't have a problem with like celebrity um, charity streams and shit. I, I actually think that's a really good way to, to get people involved in a tournament in general. Uh, and, like, show matches are always pretty popular. Uh, so, yeah, I don't have any problem with that. Um, but, yeah, I do have a problem with it being the entire function of an e-sports mm. uh, scene. Because, yeah, it's just... It's, there's so much fucking wrong with it. Holy shit. Uh, anyway, uh, PGI, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, if you're watching um, delayed, if you're watching uh, the replay stream uh, or the save stream, um, until you found me a link to it, uh, I did not know that you could watch anything other than the main stream, yeah. the main broadcast. Uh, and can't watch with commentary if you watch the Chiefs only stream. You could, like... I believe they've got like a site that where you can watch like three things at once, right? Like you can watch the map stream and yeah. the team stream and the main broadcast. So you, I assume, get your commentary out of the main broadcast whilst still paying attention to the other things, right? Sure. So you can go to the PUBG uh, Global Invitational website, and and when the actual games are on, there's like a watch button. You click that, and it brings up a page, and there's like director's view, which is, um, I guess like the main feed or there is one called i think it's fan fan view and when you click on that it brings up like a um a picture and picture type mode where you can uh you can basically select what streams you want to watch so you can have like the main feed up the um the terrain view which is the map um and also the scoreboard as well it's kind of split which is really cool because i actually like looking at the scoreboard and like who's got the most kills in this game or who's still yeah. alive that sort of thing um so that's up there as well and then there's like a hey you can click on teams and actually watch their feed um which is good and that looks like it's directed as well well no it is directed um it's not just all right we're watching this player and like it's a stream coming from them it's actually like somebody observing all four players and moving around and um so it's not like uh it's the one person and maybe you get lucky if they're shooting at someone or like someone's actually controlling what's going on there, which is cool. Um, but yeah, so I, I was watching, uh, that stream last night and, um, 
it was good. Like I kind of had because I want to watch the Chiefs, right? So the the Australian team, um, and so I could kind of keep an eye on what they were doing while also watching and listening to the commentary of the main feed, which is handy because you're like it's with something we've complained about before and and something which uh, I think it was was it Starlighter addressed it or the PGL. PGL, yeah, where they had, they went in and did this type of format where it was, they would have yeah. the main feed, the map overview, and then all the streams of the 20 players. But I'm pretty sure going back to the 20, pl- uh, sorry, the 20 teams, it was actually individual players and not a directed team view. Yeah, yeah, if I recall correctly, I, I was watching the Tainted one a lot and it just sort of sat on, on one player. On one yeah, th- this is not that. It's like there's someone controlling who they're watching. Yeah. Which is good because you flick between yeah. Chiefs are um, the way they're playing at the moment is very split up. Um, they're kind of going two and two sometimes, um, so you're able to the guys transitioning between them, and it looks like they're having fun with it. Like there's a couple of times where the where the director was doing stupid shit. Like <laughs> there was uh, there was a moment where they were driving around. I'm not sure if you've seen the skin cars. It's like this black car with flames in the sides, oh, yeah. and on the back it says like PUBG Global Invitational Berlin. And uh, at one stage, they'd all, like, parked in a garage and then the Observer kind of switched off when a free roam and went behind the car and looked at, like, the little, like, where the number plate is and then started, like, nodding up and down and shit, like, getting all excited. <laughs> uh, just, like, playing around with stuff. So. Anyway, so that's how they're running at the moment. I think it's a, yeah, we've talked about it before. I think it's the best way to do it. Um, mm. So, it's it's good to have it set up like that. Yeah, so, well, I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know you could watch a team stream because I'm a bit getting up at fucking one o'clock in the morning to watch. Yeah. Uh, and so if you're just watching back, you can't actually watch on the PUBG site. You have to watch just Twitch. Through friends. Twitch. I think they've got like a community, like a, a group. Is that what they're called in Twitch? I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I couldn't find the individual team streams yep. so i was just watching the main thing and i think the observer the spectator shit has been awful on the mainstream hmm. uh i i am very tempted uh to sit there sit back through it again and like actually calculate how much time uh, you see of each individual team because i am pretty sure you would wind up with some teams having like close to thirty percent of the airtime, like where where they're actually on the screen. Hmm. Team Liquid in particular uh, have been getting a lot of screen time, and I don't like I don't dislike it when they're doing shit, and they have been pretty active, and I think that's cool. Uh, and yeah, you don't want you want to be where the action is, but in downtime, they will sit on team liquid and see what team liquid are doing and, and talk through what you know their strategy might be and meanwhile you see in the fucking uh see in the top right corner that the fucking like there's kills happening and you're like well why the fuck aren't i watching this shit like how the fuck am i not watching the kills happening uh instead of seeing fucking team liquid like bandage up again i don't know Fucking hell. Yeah. Out, well out of control with that shit. Um, Pansy was complaining about it as well. Like, Well, they were that, doing it midstream, right? Where they'd be watching a fight and then all of a sudden it'd cut away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it seems like there's no communication. Uh, we've talked about this before. Like, you see yeah. it in, like, the Dota stuff where 
the actual people observing the game are listening to the commentators yeah. um, and then they'll sort of play off of them. Whereas there were moments in the, the games that I was watching where they would say, oh, hopefully we can go over to the east and have a look what's happening back with them. And then just like nothing, <laughs> just complete yeah. dead. And I think that that could be because you like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe the observer again is not stream specific like this is the english observer stream it's just one observer cut across yeah. maybe all the the streams because they they're doing it like uh there's like a german stream there's like an english stream there's probably like Spanish. yes uh, like different Spanish languages and they're probably yeah. all using the same observer would be my yeah. guess whereas they don't I, i'm pretty sure they don't do it that way in in dota i'm pretty sure each feed has their own observer from what i understand yeah and that's the problems you run into right you've got the commentators trying to say something like you see it with sports as well like uh basketball when like the commentators and the cameraman uh, or camera women are like they're on on par with like what what each other are talking about um, yeah. and that's not happening here yeah absolutely and it's it's pretty fucking aggravating uh i put up a link on twitter of one particularly egregious example uh in the game where the chiefs came second yeah. Um, where they were about to get uh, a wipe on team gates uh, near the near the shooting range. Yeah. And uh, and they switched away to go see another like liquid fight. fight. Yeah. Yeah. Another that. liquid fight, and then they uh, they stayed on. I think it was um, Genji. They stayed on Genji's perspective while he. Like just sort of fucking scoped out, hmm. and meanwhile you see up in the fucking top right corner, the Chiefs are getting kills, and I'm like, this was it. This was the fucking like, this is the fucking first time we get to look at the Chiefs at all, and you switch away literally as they're about to engage to go watch another, admittedly great firefight, but you fail to jump back again when they actually get to the engagement. Like you could have fucking switched back. And actually watched it, and the, yeah, you didn't, and that's pretty fucking pretty bad. Um, hmm. Yeah, but yeah, uh, they've like they've announced some news and stuff about like what they're doing. They're they're doing like a pro league. They're doing four pro leagues: NA, EU, China, and Korea. Uh, I think that's a kick in the dick to everyone not in those regions, um, and I, you know. I complain a little bit on Twitter, but I, I don't. I think they've just got massive issues in the way that they approach this shit. There's nobody with a fucking any fucking vision running esports at PUBG, as far as I can tell. Like I, I just don't see it. They have no fucking kills in this tournament, or with 15 points, and a win is 500. There is a six kill difference between first and second. That is zero incentive to go for kills that is yeah. there's no fucking reason you should 100 percent. the smartest play is rank tanking like yeah i just don't understand they could like force the circles to move faster to force more engagements uh like the amount of people you will like often get to the third or fourth circle and there are like two players dead not even not two teams, two players dead, mm. and everyone is still alive, 
just taking it up. And I don't fucking blame them. Like, I don't blame them at all. That is, it's, there's fucking half a million bucks on the line, more on the line. Like, of course, you play it fucking cool, damn it. But shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just don't understand. It could be. I think I've watched enough competitive PUBG. I don't really play the game anymore, but I really like watching competitive PUBG when it's done correctly. And I, st- I, I have no idea who the fuck, like, went in on this shit and was in charge of any of this stuff. Like, who... Who's driving esports at PUBG Corp? Hmm. Because what are they fucking doing? Yeah. Seems like they've got a big focus on this. Uh, Like talking about who they're watching, it seemed like they were obviously focusing on Liquid and like the Chinese teams. Like even the Chinese teams that weren't doing well. I felt like I saw 4am fucking heaps in those streams. Yeah. Um, and they, like 15th or something. yeah, they ended up coming quite low in the rankings, but yeah, like you said, just, it's just like weird decisions on who they're looking at and who they're watching. Um, which is why I like the fact that you can just kind of watch a stream that you want to see your players play against. Cause yeah, it, like we know that their market in China is huge, but, and that's why that, that's why we've got a third person perspective tournament. Cause China's like literally the only fucking region that plays it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw uh, one of the Gen G Gold players was uh, tweeting, well, it was in an interview afterwards talking about how first person is the highest skill thing and he thinks that all, all competitions should be first person. And they literally just won $400,000 playing third person. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it yeah. worked out pretty good for them. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm sure it's just China. Like, I'm pretty sure Southeast, like a lot of the Asian countries, have transitioned in their pro scene across to first person, and like yeah. we've seen it with uh, was it Zemo that that was in third person, yeah. and and Australia cleaned up or Oceania cleaned up in that. Like 4AM was in that. Um, who was the other team that was was there? O- OMG was yeah. in was in that game. Like these are big Chinese teams, and and they can't compete as well as the other like the other teams that aren't even playing that mode yeah uh and then they're getting more invite slots and just because they're the way they like PUBG corp sees them there's more money involved in those regions so they spend more money and they want and spectators like, in there like, i get it a, but oh yeah a business perspective i get it but it'd be like if you were like if you had a fucking basketball tournament and you started inviting like a worldwide team-based basketball tournament and yeah you were like well the u.s can bring two teams across and china can have four teams you're like what the fuck like the chinese teams like what's the point here why would you do this the chinese teams could not compete against uh the fucking nba teams i don't think it like there's no fucking there's no region in the world that could have a basketball team that can compete against, I assume, the like, you would send the best NBA teams. Like, there's, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Well, um, like, yeah, uh, North America got really- three slots, and yeah, they came last and, was it last and, like, 15th or something like that? 
I think. Yeah, really. Fuck. Uh, sorry. Yeah, they came. So they came eighth, which was uh, Chiefs came ninth. Ninth. Yeah. Um, and then Team Gates came twentieth. Uh, Honey Badger Nation came fifteenth. Isn't Pittsburgh US as well? Oh no! Sorry, am I fucking this up? Um, no, Pittsburgh aren't they European? Well, they've got Pittsburgh in their name. <laughs> they, I think they qualified oh, yeah, they're, under they're Europe. All European, holy shit! Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like, I always hoped that, and we're halfway through the tournament. There's still one more to go, but I, I'd always hoped that they they look back at this when it's finished and be like, all right, maybe we don't need to give as many slots to these teams. And that's the way Dota approached it, right? They used to do this sort of thing where it's like, all right, we'll give we'll give this region three slots. It's like they they basically give like one to each region now, and then they're like, all right, you've got to go through qualifiers to get in. Yeah, and that's still like a thing. Like, you got to go through qualifiers, but yeah, three slots for like Europe and three for North America. And then like, <laughs> and then like China gets a bunch of slots and we've yeah. proven that we can kick the shit out of them in yeah. like a bunch of the t- tournaments that we've had recently. It's just well, like- Japan uh, got two as well, right? And Japan alone should not have gotten two. And I don't understand how that one went down. Like Japan was not a part of Southeast Asia. They got two slots to themselves. Hmm. Southeast Asia had to compete, and I, I, I think, I think that if they were to compete in the Southeast Asian region, then it would be pretty fucking competitive, and they, they might even send someone over. But yeah, they should not like that's essentially, yeah. Like if you think two from China, two from South Korea, two from Southeast Asia, two from Japan, like that's eight of the teams are from, yeah. And, like, shooter games aren't traditionally that big. Yeah. Well, there's... Asia. I think there's 11 out of the 20 spots are in Asia. Right. Yeah. Lunacy. Yeah. Um, I think 11 if you count uh, Australia as well. It might have been right. 10, something like that. I was looking at it before. Uh, so, yeah, there's just... It's just a weird way of... Oh, Thailand got its own... Spot as well, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, and it doesn't help, like, we've talked about it, how just PUBG is just fucked at the moment in Australia. Yeah. Like, these, like, our local guys can't practice as much. Like, they, they do nightly scrims and whatnot with all the other pro teams, but they can't play during the day. Um, like, in a local server, they've got to play in Southeast Asia or in North America. Yeah. So, that kind of hampers them. Anyway, um... So, yeah, they, there's a couple of things they did differently, which I like. They've got the tracer fire on with the bullets. Um, so awesome. I love it. Yeah, and it's color-coded it. as well. So, each individual team has, like, colors representing uh, in-game yeah. for the map markers and, and uh, like, kill feeds and that sort of thing. But it also shows you uh, tracer rounds now when they shoot. So, you can see where their bullets are landing uh, and when they're coming, like, taking incoming damage, which is awesome. Yep. Um, and also, a, uh, they borrowed like an effect from Counter Strike Go, where grenade, um, like re- grenade trajectories, are also shown in the game as as well. So you can kind of see where it's going to land, yeah, it or is where it's going. Yep. Uh, which is yeah. Hell. You can see when people are well overshot. I can't understand how people are still bad at fucking throwing grenades. Hey, it. I, I felt like it didn't take that long to get used to the the way they move. 
the momentum they have, but you still see some fucking shock. I think it's that indicator, just a bit, it's a bit wonky sometimes. It's hard to tell where it's going to go. True. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's been, it's been all right watching it so far. Um, yeah. I think the setup is, is decent. Um, I liked, I, I liked the opening ceremony thing. Did you watch that? The, the people parachuting from the, the ceiling. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it went like, Went for ages. Went so long. I'm like, this was cool. Yeah. Two and a half minutes ago. (laughs) And also, the luckiest squad in the world, they got two crates right next to each other. (laughs) They must have had a flag on or something. Yeah, yeah, but I like the the big reveal of the teams and stuff. I think that's, yeah, pretty cool. Um, Yeah. Uh, um, and the it's they seem to be going like the tournament is going pretty quick. They're not having these huge breaks in between. Um, I think they're doing like ten, uh, fifteen minutes, right? Roughly because you've got the, the games are what thirty five minutes each, and they're usually back into commentary in about uh, ten minutes or something like that. And then they, you know, people are. Are talking about like how, what happened in the last game, who did well, they do player interviews, and then they kind of kick on to the next game. So it's it's they're doing like one game every hour, which is fine, and there's only four games, so it's it's over quite quickly. As, yeah. as opposed to like we're having you know these huge breaks in between. Yeah. Um, so it's we're having four games, and it's going to take eight hours. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it's it's been okay from what I've watched. Like I'm keen to see how the first person games sort of shape up and what happens there. Um, and apparently there's going to be a big update after this finishes, so we'll see what happens with that. Maybe they'll just fucking kill Australia and be like, "We're out. See you, bitches." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, good stuff. Cool. Uh, we want some backpacks though. We did. We won some backpacks. Uh, Logitech was doing a giveaway on um, on their social media uh, in supporting yes. the Chiefs because I think they're a are they a partner? They're a sponsor. Yeah, the Chiefs and uh, yeah, they were giving away some some backpacks, uh, some level three backpacks uh, with like I think they're from the fucking from the PGI. So I don't really have a good look at them. Anyway, you had to make a meme. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought long and hard about the meme I was going to make. And then I realized I had no fucking ideas. I was cooked. Hmm. So I wound up making a GIF, uh, instead with the meme. Right. Um, and it ended with just, uh, that little fucking emoji dude. And it said, give backpack when I came had some puns in there as well but uh getting in like putting a uh, gif on twitter it has to be under five megabytes okay um, and uh that is complicated because you can't have a lot of frame because uh, it treats every single frame like it, its own picture like i guess i could have made it a lot smaller except i uninstalled photoshop um so i had to make my gif in um, Premiere Pro, <laughs> which is right. the best way to make a fucking GIF, is the bloatiest way to make a GIF, because you can't adjust, like, settings and colors or anything like that. There's a lot of tricks you can do to make a GIF a lot smaller, uh, but if um, if you can't, like, render it down to just a couple of colors and stuff like that, then your only real option is to remove as many frames as possible. 
And that's what I had to do to make it actually work as a GIF. And yeah, so it was basically just uh, a bunch of goofy puns. And then it worked. Yeah, man. It was good enough. Uh, and yours was yours was pretty good. You put it up in our Facebook because I, I put the Twitter thing up. I should have put it in, in the Discord. Uh, but I was like, someone someone should answer this and give me a fucking back. Get me the back. Yeah, yeah. I was at um, I was at the shops when you posted that. Like, hey, there's this thing going on. Yeah. And I think I was like, someone just make a joke about how, how OCE is just fucked. It's broken. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then I got back and actually did it, and they yeah. liked it. <laughs> it was pretty good. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, we won backpacks. They still haven't shown up. Uh, it's showing me bananas, man. I've bought a lot of stuff online uh, in the last two weeks, and nothing has shown up yet, and it is fucking ruining me. It is the bane of my fucking existence. I'm now waiting on so much shit, and, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like, it used to be really reliable when you'd buy stuff. Yeah. But I guess, like, some of the stuff I bought wasn't technically in stock. Like, the LeBron Lakers jersey wasn't in stock. Mine was in stock. I've got it. It Fuck arrived. You. Fuck you. Um, and, yeah. Um, my shoes are coming from America. So, yeah, it's just. Just. I'm dying here. Like, just want my things. Mm. Just want buying things. And they're not having. Them. I don't know. What's the fucking point? Damn it. Anyway. So that's what I think. Yep. Yep. Uh, but it was cool. I'm glad we won. <laughs> Free we stuff. <laughs> I just really like winning competitions, man. Yeah, to justify that your writing's very good. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. People see, people do think we're funny, Joe. Ha! Yes! Fuck you, Twitter people from America, motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that was that. What else have we got? No Man's Sky, MP Gog. What? Oh, I, uh, so No Man's Sky, we talked about it. There was an update come out uh, next, the next update, yeah. um, where they added a bunch of shit in there. Um, in particular, it was like multiplayer and... Uh, I don't know, a bunch of other crap. Anyway, I jumped, I jumped in to check it out because I was like, I'm, I may as well. That way, when people are like, it's a good game, I can jump in and say, actually, no, it's not. Um, yeah, man, it seems like they've added like a lot of shit in there. There's, they've changed the way sort of like building works. Um, and like, uh, the crafting system, like there are portable refineries now and like you put, you can put materials into that and then that gets you like refined materials. Um, there's a whole building system in there, like being able to construct uh, like foundations and walls and, and uh, fucking floors and like creating actual buildings in there. Um, the story actually seems like there's, it's trying to do something with it. Like it's taking you to places and being like, all right, go here from point A to B and then, you know, download these blueprints and, we're getting this fucking weird, mysterious comms emergency distress signal. Go check that out. Um, I, I don't recall like any of that stuff sort of being in the original game. It was kind of just fucking run around. And then there was these weird aliens you would kind of run to run into with those like weird spaceships. And then you just do 20 of them 
and it'd fucking end at some stage. I don't know. I gave up before that. Um, but at least like now it seems like it's trying to tell some sort of story or take you somewhere, um, which is, I guess, a better approach. The um, right. what I don't like is that fucking hell, man. Like they've got to do a better job at introducing the mechanics of this game at the start. I because I put about 15, maybe 15 hours in the first time I played it. Um, mm-hmm. This time, I started, and I don't recall this happening the last time I played, but I started on a fucking, like, radioactive planet this time, um, where I was immediately taking damage because it was raining acid. Um, and so the game is trying to tell me what I need to do. Like, it's basic mechanics, but I'm- like I'm dying while it's telling me this shit like hey here's how you scan stuff and here's how you uh get materials and meanwhile it's like losing health like it's it's like beeping at me and shit um and then within about four minutes I'm dead uh so then I I respawned um uh and it I was like fuck this so I, I I did a new world um and it spawned me on yet another acid fucking radioactive planet and after about, um, at that stage, I was like, all right, I know what I'm, I'm supposed to be doing. I got that part of the way. I need to go find this material so that I can, um, put that into my, my space suit. And then that allows me to absorb more hazardous materials. And then I can, you know, whatever to run around. And so after like 10 or 15 minutes of micromanaging this whole looking for materials that can power my suit, that way I don't take hazardous damage while also trying to go around and look for parts to repair my spaceship, because that's the start of that game, like going out and making sure that you can repair your thrusters um, and your hyperdrive and all that sort of stuff so that you can actually leave this planet. Um, after like 15, 20 minutes of doing all this really <laughs> like grindy stuff of just trying to do that, but while trying to also manage that I don't fucking die um, and also make sure that my life support is up, I basically quit that and then re-rolled a new planet. And uh, yet again, I was on another radioactive planet. Um, and so I re-rolled immediately. And then the, th- the fourth time or fifth, uh, it put me on an ice planet where it was freezing. And I was now taking frost damage. The same mechanic. I have to go fucking power up my hazardous suit because I'm always taking damage. Uh, and at that stage, I just like I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to power through this and uh and leave immediately um and then so i did that i end up leaving off this space the, this planet after like 30 minutes of running around uh and then the next planet i got to was another ice planet um where i was immediately taking damage i was like man this is i don't remember being like this i feel like <laughs> i feel like something's changed or like i don't know what was going on like it's trying to r- fucking rickroll me or something um <laughs> So, yeah, I was not enjoying it at all because I was, like, constantly dying or, like, not constantly dying, but constantly taking damage. And the thing is talking to me all the time, like, hey, it's fucking cold outside. You should probably not be outside or, you know, your life supports at 30%. Oh, your hazardous materials. You need to get some of that shit. Meanwhile, it's trying to teach me how to play the game and give me story content um, and all this other stuff. And it's just not like a good experience for a new player. I feel like that would be, that would have absolutely no idea what they're doing in that game. Like it should, I feel like it should be taking you from a really 
basic standpoint, introducing all those mechanics and then putting that other stuff in there later on, as opposed to just throwing in the fucking deep end straight away and be like, all right, figure this out. Because it's quite, yeah. like, it's a pretty complicated game. It's got a lot of, it's like, tons and tons of different um, materials in there and they all do different things. And, like, if you don't know what you're doing, having all these pop-ups on the screen and, like, voice, like, this computer voice talking to you all the time, it just becomes, like, really over- overwhelming. Um, and I don't think they've addressed sort of all these other things that they've added to that game while also making sure that new people can sort of easily get into it. Um, so yeah, that's not great, but because I've, I have put so much time in it before, I kind of knew what I should be doing and I could kind of go through it quite quickly. Um, but yeah, it seems like they've added a lot of stuff in there, like, for you to do it like there's more game in there um i just don't like the approach they've taken to it so uh the other thing is like it's in third person now which is super strange um you can change it to first person which i did uh after looking it up on youtube how to do it because i couldn't figure it out it's not actually in the like the options you got to go through like a, a quick bind key um and it's like four or five clicks to get to it to change your perspective so that was good um there is uh, multiplayer now as well. It's something they've added in there so you can play with your friends. Uh, the only thing is, if you've bought the game on GOG like me, you can't play multiplayer because they haven't implemented it on GOG. What? <laughs> There's, um... A, because the game is DRM-free on GOG, they haven't done it. I guess it's a different version that they're running on there. So they haven't implemented multiplayer yet. What the fuck? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I was that's, reading. I was reading this today. <laughs> that's insane. And they're offering refunds to people at the moment that have bought it through GOG. So that's cool. Sure. Hmm. Anyway, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get back in because it just seems so tedious. Uh, I don't know. It's. I just. <laughs> it's. I don't know if they thought about it too much. Like what. Like what this game is and. It doesn't seem very friendly, like, into it for new people that are getting into it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I'm like, whatever. It's not great. I think it's still average, quite average game. Cool. So, yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, Aaron, at least you found out, so I didn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I tried. Um, be playing uh, Click Heroes 2. This, remember, everyone was talking about this? It was on the. The internet last week, everyone's like, it's the biggest game on Steam. It's a click game. Uh, we were talking about it last week. We were talking about it last week because that was the thing. Um, so I, I, I've I, installed this and I had it running for a couple of days. Uh, I think last week we were saying it looks very different to the original game. Um, it's like this isometric sort of... Really, the art style is really fucking good in the game, actually. Um, where you're playing this character and they're constantly kind of running and uh, attacking monsters that are in front of you. And each monster's got like a health pool. Um, once you kill them, then you get coins and you use coins to upgrade your character. You buy, uh, it's basically like an RPG set of, of gear. So you've got your sword, um, your armor, uh, so like helmet, shield. Uh, boots, pants, that sort of stuff. And then uh, each you can upgrade each of those items um, and eventually it kind of rolls around where you upgrade to a brand new item. So like a like you start off with like a wooden sword 
Uh, and then you can upgrade it to like a level 150 sword. And then at some stage you'll be like, all right, now it's a steel, steel sword and it does more damage and whatnot. Um, and there's basically different worlds in the game. There are uh, different types of like bosses every sort of like 10, 10 levels that you get through and then they drop a stupid amount of gold. Um, there is a like a leveling up system for like perks, um, which is where you get your like your abilities and that sort of thing as well. Um, like it seems like a decent foundation, but it's in early access and there's really not a lot to it other than like once you've seen the first, I don't know, man, like 20 minutes of that game, it's like pretty much all it has to offer is that. Um, so I don't know like what their plans are going forward, but it's pretty shallow at the moment. There's really not a lot of substance to that game at all, which is you know okay. but like it again it's you know the, the bit the bits that are there are really solid like the game looks the art style is amazing um it, it looks like they've got some cool ideas with like that that uh that perk system like there is a lot there it's kind of like your um uh like final fantasy gem system where you kind of zoom out and there's like fucking 300 little things on the screen you're like where do i go um it's that sort of thing so there is a lot of stuff to do there but at the same time once you finish like an entire world it just seems like it's the same sort of thing over and over again there's really not much to it whereas where i talked about the other week was um what was it idle champions it, it was like about learning formations and putting characters in different uh in different like roles and then the game throwing at you like all right this time you've got to do this one but we're going to spawn these things that you can't damage every round and you just have to take take the hits like you can't kill them um like it was throwing challenges and little puzzles at you whereas clicker heroes at the moment it's just like literally just clicking uh and there's a lot of it like for an idle game it's not very um it's not much of an idle game you've got to do a lot of work in it because you're constantly upgrading and um uh, uh, like using your abilities and going through all that that sort sort of stuff. So, whereas you were saying last week that uh, Idol Champions is not much of an idle game, like this is even more of that. Like you have to be pretty involved in it. So that's why I didn't run it for that long. I kind of had it up for three days or something. Oh, that was about it. Yeah. Um. So I'll check into it every. I don't know, once in a while, maybe every six months or something, where we do a you major update. You paid 40 update. bucks for it, right? So you better. Yeah, I know. Have a look. Holy shit. That's well, it, the thing was, like, everyone was going fucking nuts for it. I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. Um, But yeah, no, it's it's quite average at the moment. Not even average, probably below average for an idle game. Mm-hmm. It just seems like they're putting a lot of money into it. Because the, art, the art's fucking awesome, I think. Art's great. Looks pretty. That's yeah. about it. That's all it's got going for it at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else have I played? Uh, I've been playing GTA Five. I was. No, hang, on, hang, on, hang on, I want to talk about Middle Earth: Shadow of War. Why? Because I played it. It's on the list. Okay. And it will be quick because I downloaded 108 gigabytes of Middle Earth: Shadow of War. To see if the uh, why the updates they talked <laughs> about uh, where it made it like better than a game where I just sort of enjoy chopping into orcs a bit uh and jumped in and no i did not i mean it uh it hard crashed on me 
uh, which wasn't good uh, just fire out from launch and then um, I did a um, did one of those stronghold attacks where you got to go kill the orc at, at the, like, at, who's in charge mm-hmm. uh, and I went to, to do that and uh, my dude I went up to the door and it was like he got stuck under the door or something hmm like literally trapped and crushed and dead. Like so, I played the cutscene where he opens the door to go fight the um, warlord who's inside, but he was dead underneath the door. So I, don't, I couldn't work it out. Uh, some weird shit. And so, uh, yeah, that was it. Uh, I enjoyed, you know, chopping up orcs while I was on my way there. But yeah, just. 110 gigabytes wasted. <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. Anyway, uh, so why, uh, why did you download it? What update? To remove all the pay to win shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, ah, uh, have a look, see if it's, you know, made it better, but... But the pay to win stuff was only, like, the multiplayer side, right? Yeah. 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 This is cool. I'm enjoying doing this podcast where I go to say something and, like, you ask a question... And then you answer it for me. It's it's good. Yeah. It's easy. I'm doing the work for you. Yeah, it's true. I don't know why I'm complaining. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so I don't know. If, if you don't already have it installed, I don't recommend um, it. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, what, what was the other game you played? Um, uh, GTA. GTA 5, man. All right. Talk about it. I'm going to go with... Yep. All right. You do that. Um, GTA five was, um, something I just installed because I was looking for something to play on the weekend and I was pretty bored and I was like, I should play some GTA five because that sounds like it'd be fun. Um, so I downloaded that game. Um, and I've been playing the single player, uh, story mode since the weekend. I am like 50% completion through that at the moment. Um, it's good. It's really good. It still holds up for a game that was released in like 2013. There, um, there's still a lot to like about it. Like the, the story's fantastic. Um, it doesn't feel like in terms of the gameplay mechanics that it's like outdated or anything. Uh, it, it still handles really well. Um, the shooting's amazing. The driving's really good. Um, like some of the things that are actually in the game in terms of activities, there's a lot of variety in there. Um, the world is really good. It's just like, it, it's, it just doesn't feel like a, a game that was released, what, five years ago? Something like that. Um, so yeah, I was pretty surprised with how much fun I'm actually still having with it. So that's been pretty enjoyable. Um, what I didn't realize was that there was a major patch dropping this week for the game, um, which is for GTA Online. Um, and they've added in a bunch of like gay Tony stuff into the game, um, which I haven't had a chance to check out yet. I think that, uh, once I get a bit more further into the story, uh, or finish it, I'll probably jump into online and check that out. Cause it seems like they're still doing a lot of work with that online content is there's a solid amount of, um, patches. They put it every once in a while. Um, it sounds really interesting. Like, I never actually got around to doing the online heist in that game, which is something that I really wanted to get at, but uh, I don't think I ever will because I don't think anyone else is playing it. 
Had about, uh, had I'll do it. Sorry, I was just getting a whiskey. Um, I, I've always wanted to do them. I only did two of them way right. back in the day when they were first launching. But uh, there's always... a, there's more than that, right? Yeah, there's heaps of them now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think so... Nate said he hasn't... Well, I don't know. If... He he was hinting at like, hey, have you got this installed the other day? Um, so yeah. he might be getting back into it. I'm not sure. Um, like I could, I could definitely see getting like a bunch of us getting back into it. I think we only need four. Uh, if I recall correctly, I don't know if they've rebalanced it. Obviously it's been a while since, but, uh, like back then, back when I was doing the heists, when they first launched, you needed four people. Hmm. Uh, like you could not get away with, you couldn't even get away with like one person halfway slacking off. They were fucking tough, man. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we might need the fourth. Uh, we can hunt around. We'll find someone. We'll be all good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's really good. I like, I, it's got me even more excited for Red Dead because like the quality of this game and the way that it still holds up. Um, yeah, yeah it's just got me excited for it. Like there are, there's just things about it, even in terms of like the writing, just how on top of sort of, uh, like pop culture stuff or just how referential it is even in today's like day and age um, yeah it's just it's on some point it's really good so I don't know I feel like if you'd never got around to playing that it's <laughs> like uh, yeah definitely you can still check it out it's worth worth having a look at tights uh, yep. how many fucking gigabytes to download is it <laughs> um, I think it was like 50 yeah when I grabbed it and the the patch the other day, oh so yeah, I was I was basically been playing this this game at night, and uh, I jumped into Battlefield with Nate, and yep. um, and then we we finished up, I went and grabbed some dinner, um, and then came back and it was like ten o'clock at night, nine thirty when I jumped back in. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll play some. Um, I'll jump back into GTA Five. I launched GTA and it's like downloading this patch. I'm like, oh, okay, that's a bit strange. I didn't realize I was still updating this game, um, yep. and it was like a five, it's like five or six gigs worth of patch, and uh, and then it's just like I'm looking at the download speed and it's going at like four or five kilobits a second, and sort of jumping up to like fifteen, and then back to four, and uh, and eventually it just sort of conks out, and it says it's really trying to connect connect again, and it, it eventually connects. It starts downloading and it's still going at like shit speeds, like the, the worst speeds. Um, and then it just completely bonks out and it's like, nah, you'll have to retry. And it's got like a, a retry button there. So I, I click that and it starts off again, starts churning. And after about like 15 minutes of doing it, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I jump onto Reddit and I'm like, just to see if there's a post on there about people not being able to, cause, cause you can't actually play the game without, logging into their servers and then going through that whole thing because it's all connected to online. Um, and at that stage, that's when I realized this new patch has dropped and like everybody's complaining about like not being able to log in. So they just must've been fucking hammered. Um, yeah. It was just a weird coincidence that I decided to play GTA two days before this fucking patch was dropping. And I didn't even realize it was a big deal. Um, so yeah, I couldn't play at all that night. I was quite disappointed. Got it. Well gutted. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, man, it's good. It's really fun. I uh, I'm, I want to check out online and see sort of how that's changed. Because I remember we played it back in the day and it had, had issues. Um, yeah. But I feel like they've probably turned that around because 
I see a lot of people playing it on Twitch and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Cool. What, what else we got? What else do we got? Uh, oh, Enter the Gungeon. Yeah, let's, let's talk about Enter the Gungeon. You, um, you've so, been hard on this. Fuck yeah, I love this <laughs> game. Um, yeah, so they they released the Advanced Gungeons and Dragons update. And uh, I saw Racy just going on about it in our Discord. And so I decided to have a squeeze. My brother had told me to get into it a bunch of times. Uh, it helps that with the massive update, it also included uh, like a 50% off sale. So I'm like, cool. I'll have a look. And uh, so, yeah, you know, jump. Uh, it's it's good fun. It's good fun. It's like a bullet hell twin stick shooter mixed with a roguelike. And uh, yeah, you just sort of fucking... Everything's gun themes. Uh, like, everything's gun themes. You The first special gun I ever got was a, sh- uh, a shotgun shell um, that shoots shotguns. And so instead of bullets, it shot out shotguns in a spread like a shotgun light. Uh, and those shotguns also shot a spread of bullets, but sort of at random, depending on how they flung out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I was running around shooting like six shotguns that were shooting six pellets at, uh, enemies and the shotguns themselves did damage and so did the pellets. So yeah, sort of like ideally you wanted to get the perfect range to allow the shotguns to take, like to shoot and then hit their target. Yep. Um, but yeah, so, uh. Yeah, there's like that's just one example of the the stuff that they got. Every, everything's is gun thing, and uh, yeah, you sort of like just roll through uh, trying to get to the next level. At the end of each level, there's a boss. Um, there's like chests. There's a store. There's um, like mimics and all these like shit tons of references, like. Fuck tons of references. References to obscure shit that, like, nobody has any idea about. And, like, yeah, I think half the half the fun for some people is just hunting down those references and working on what the fuck something is a reference to, uh, which is quite cool um, in itself. But, yeah, the like, basically, the you go in and as a roguelike, you know, you are basically being rewarded with more knowledge on how how to proceed the next time you go through. Uh, I technically finished it in that I beat the final boss, but there's, um, there's like, more to it beyond that. Like, basically, you go down these uh, five levels and uh, you get to the major boss. But once you get to the major boss, uh, you've then... Like, there's these other objectives that you need to fulfill that you need to have completed to um, create the bullet that can be fired into the gun that can shoot time or whatever the fuck. Uh, And then you shoot yourself and then you have to fight your own past. And uh, the gun that can kill the past, I think it's called. Uh, And then, yeah, that allows you to unlock something else and... There's all this stuff going on. I've I've killed my own past once. Um, my problem, I guess, right? So it, it is shit tons of fun, and I was like 
balls deep in this game hmm. uh, because I don't think it doesn't it's not mentally taxing um, it's not like uh, heavy duty fucking um, brain game it's sort of just you know you're dodging bullets and shooting back um, so I think it's pretty easy to just sort of like switch off and, and get done which is has been good because I I've still been a little bit like below average from this sickness uh, so yeah it's just been one of those ones that I can crunch out an hour in without even thinking without even noticing and uh, yeah one 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 of the things that bugs me about it is that you definitely wind up getting RNG fucked quite a bit because you always start off with like a, uh, the starting weapon of the character you choose. There's like four characters you can choose. There's more characters you can unlock, but there's four base characters you can choose. And uh, yeah, you, you have to use their weapons as you go through the game uh, until you find something better. And it's it feels like you can get RNG fucked pretty easily if you don't find anything uh, early on to, um, like, upgrade that weapon. If you're still using your piece of shit early weapon, you just sort of, you're like, ah, I'm probably not going to get, like, it, it gets to the point where you are counting, like, you get into a rhythm and you know how many rooms a level has and you're mentally counting these rooms and you're like, if I don't see a chest with a gun in the next room, I am going to have to face the boss with the starter weapon again. And you can do it. It's just annoying. It's just a, a, a bit tedious. And so it then winds up being this situation where you're, you're basically just playing for a good run. Mm. And that doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like I'm succeeding there. Like it doesn't feel like it, having killed my own past. Right. I know I can beat the game, but it definitely feels like I would not be able to beat my own past. I wouldn't be able to beat the game. You know, if I hadn't, I guess like there's this massive hurdle right at the start, right? Where if you don't get a good gun, you are fucking cooked. And I appreciate not like giving you a good gun, uh, necessarily not like letting you start with a great gun because people might just choose their favorite gun and then go for like, go through with that the entire time. Right. But at the same time, yeah, it, it definitely feels like if you, you don't have something after the first, uh, after the end of the first level, like with the, th like the rebalanced, I think the thing that advanced Dungeons and dragons did was rebalance it so that you always end a level with a new gun. Mm -hmm. So if you do beat, uh, the first boss with your shitty starter pistol, um, you will have a, a new gun, like guarantee but it still feels like a fucking crotch punch when you do it and you get some fucking water gun piece of shit and you're like, cool, uh, restart, like quick restart. Fuck it. I, that's, that has literally begun 
to be my process is I will go through the first level, not find a gun. Uh, I would find some like uh, passive upgrades. There's like three categories of um, thing that can drop from a, a chest. There is a gun, there is an active item, and there's a passive item. And the passive items, I feel like, like uh, eventually your success rides more on the passive items than it does on the gun itself. Hmm. But the passive items enhance the gun. And so if they're enhancing trash, you just got slightly better trash. It's not fucking, you're not changing the fucking world with this starter pistol or water gun or whatever fucking, or pea shooter or whatever the fuck you, like, you happen to get. So, uh, yeah, I'll go through the first level, pick up some passive items, maybe fat bullets or homing bullets or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, okay, all I need right from this first boss is a semi-decent gun and there are some fucking spectacular guns there are fucking some awesome guns that you can get uh and i'm like if i get one of those fuck yeah like that's that's it like that is a run on the end that's a that's i'm probably going to finish the game i reckon uh i'd have to cock up pretty hard and i've definitely you you can cock up pretty hard, pretty pretty easily, uh, which I I appreciate. Um, but you do that first boss fight, and you get something trash instead, and it's like you wasted your time. And so, from that perspective, I feel like the game, like your run, doesn't start until you finish that first level because you don't know if there is potential there until you finish your that first level. Does that make sense? Like, there's this massive fucking hurdle yep. that will stop you. This massive, like, this fucking, this wall that you have to break through to even start to really start a fucking run. Uh, and if you don't break through it with a, like, literally just an average gun by the end of the first level, it just, there is just no point in continuing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. The game actually exacerbates that. Uh, I I feel like it makes it worse uh, because what happens is the more you play, the more, like, the better you do, the more shit you accomplish, uh, achievements and stuff, they unlock more items. Yeah. uh, More, like, more stuff that can be dropped in chests when you enter the dungeon. And. That, like, fully exacerbates it because it means there are more opportunities for a chest to not have a gun, basically. Like, uh, there's more there's more chance that instead of finding the gun you want, you'll find some fucking garbage fucking heart locket that you had to unlock because you've got to unlock everything at the store. Like, you have to pay buy all the things in the store to reset the store to get the next thing, even if the things that you're buying are garbage, you have to do it just to, like, cycle through. And so you wind up, like, yeah, just sort of fucking exacerbating the situation that you're you're already dreading. This idea that, like, you might not even... Your passive item might be garbage. That's... Like, you might not even get a good passive item now. You're just 
unlocking fucking trash. You've got some fucking heart locker bullshit. Gives you an extra heart, but it doesn't fucking matter. Like, ideally, you're not getting hit at all. You don't... It's definitely one of those games where, like... Like, I... You don't want to be hit. If you get hit, you're pretty cocked anyway. You're pretty fucked. Um, It's like Dead Cells, right? Like, once you get deep enough in Dead Cells... You are, like, you can take a, an item like the Curse Sword, uh, where, you know, if you take a single hit, you die, but every hit you do it does so much more damage. Uh, you can, or you, you know, you'll break open a door and cop a curse uh, without spending the money because, like, at some level, you're not supposed to be getting fucking hit anyway. So, yeah, it doesn't really matter how much health you have. It doesn't matter how much, like... It, whether or not you're a one-shot or not, because you're not supposed to die. Like, getting hit is death anyway. Like, mm-hmm. that's how Gungeon feels. And so getting a fucking extra heart is just like a kick in the dick because, uh, yeah, you're not really playing. Like, it's, it's a crutch. It's it's a bare saving grace when really you were supposed to just not get hit in the fucking first place. And, like... It's it's odd because it feels like it only really benefits like beginner players, um, but you see it more and more the more like the better you get at the game, just because the nature RNG and it's just yeah it's just a, a dick kick hmm. and it annoys the fuck out of me. Um, yeah, like. I feel like if I can't get, like, at least a fucking AK-47 out of the first boss, it's just a wasted run. And it drives me bananas. They have to, I, I don't know what they do. I, I hate bringing out problems with no possible solution, but, yeah, I have no idea how they fix this necessarily. Yeah. Um, like I said, you can't give them a gun. Um, there is a, there's a shortcut system where you just like skip the first level altogether. I don't like to do that though because I I like getting into a rhythm when I get the kills in the first level and B you don't get it, like you don't get any passive items. So you will start the second level with a gun, uh, like a randomized gun. You'll get one from some uh from this dude, this NPC. He'll give you a choice of three guns, but yeah, it doesn't feel like, um, I don't know, you, you still don't have any passive items, so I don't like to do it necessarily. Hmm. Um, and not to mention, you don't always get like good guns out of him. It's a choice of three, but it's still possible for him to put three trash guns down on the fucking ground, and you're like, well, cool, I'm just going to fucking deal with this then. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I do like, like I said, I really liked the game, like the game, and uh, and it is like a mindless sort of mindless shooter game that I can just play for an hour without even realizing. Uh, I do think it's it's quite good. It's just yeah, you get to a point where I think you understand the game enough to really feel just cock punched by RNG. Yeah. Yeah. So did you... Um, I'd still recommend it. I'd heartily recommend it. I think it's definitely worth playing. It's on the Switch. Uh, so 
um, yeah, if you if you have a Switch and you want a Switch game, I think it's actually definitely worth playing on the Switch. Right. But did you pick this up? Uh, yeah. Have you played this previously uh, or just because of the new update had come out? Uh, did my headphones talk up the turn off while I was talking again? Yep. That's definitely oh, what's happened. Yeah. You're back? Yeah. I'm back. Yeah. So did you um, pick up this previously or was it uh, no, for the update? I only picked it up for the update. Yeah, right. Cool. Because, yeah. yeah, I think I talked about it when it first came out. Um, I didn't play a lot of it, like four hours or something, but that was two years ago, I think. Something yeah. Like yeah. All right. Um, what else we got? Uh, semblance. Um, semblance. Do you get a code for this? No. No. Right. Um, semblance is an indie platformer um, where you, uh, I think it came out yesterday maybe the day before um you're playing a uh like this squishy blob thing who is able to deform the terrain around them so it's a 2d platformer um you're basically completing puzzles and uh there's like a bunch of different worlds in this uh puzzle game and yeah it, it's quite like a simple basic like four hour type of game um so yeah you're this li- like little blob and the environment around around yourself um is what you use to kind of solve these puzzles and you're collecting these uh, like little orbs throughout the worlds um and so you're able to deform the terrain around them and that kind of allows you to get to other places within the environment so sometimes maybe there'll be like a uh a platform above you but maybe it's just maybe like it's not in the right spot for you to get to the next platform so you've got to like jump up in the air and you like hit this platform a couple of times and it sort of deforms it and like pushes it up a little bit and then it allows you to like all right i can jump on that platform now and it's been raised a little bit so that'll allow me to get to the next part um so there's like bits and pieces that sort of thing like just going around and making sure like that trying to figure out what the bits and pieces are are of that particular area you you need to kind of deform the terrain in order to get to that orb um really i guess simple like concept but they throw a lot of um like different changes and different elements into the world later on it kind of allows you to think a bit more so it's this like slow gradual um i don't know like a sort of teaching you very basic ideas of how these mechanics works and they're slowly building upon them and then getting you to think a little bit more about them um, and then combining like the puzzle you just did with something new and it's like this snowball effect um, and then you like complete a world and it'll throw like a different mechanic at you and it's like changed up a little bit um, which is an interesting way of like putting it so sometimes there'll be like laser beams and if that beam is touching this part of a platform like you can't deform that and you've got to try and figure out how to maybe move that laser beam so it's not shooting at it. Um, or sometimes there'll be like uh, a part of the world there and this laser beam, like it, it makes it so that you can't deform that. But sometimes you want to do it at certain stages and make it and, and that allows you to turn it into like a trampoline or something like that. Um, so, yeah, there's like all these different ways you can kind of approach the game. And um, it sort of just slowly builds upon these really basic ideas of being able to deform the world around you uh it's it's quite short it's probably four hours three and a bit um it's not super challenging but at the same time it's like it's this slow gradual incline of of 
like problem solving. Um, I don't think <laughs> there is any replay value in it. I'm not 100% sure. I finished the game and it basically restarts, but like I was so confused about the ending that I thought maybe there's like more to it that like it's like a new game plus mode, but it doesn't really say anything about it. It kind of just restarts and it seems to go back to the beginning. Um, I was pretty confused about it and uh, I read um, uh, was James's review on GameSpot Um, and he also had the same thing of like the ending is quite weird and abrupt Um, Mm -hmm. so I don't know if I'm missing something or the game just does a bad job of sort of explaining that ending Um, but anyway that's how I felt about the ending Um, there were a couple of bugs in there I was getting stuck in the terrain a a couple of times Um, like because you're constantly sort of jumping into parts of the environment or like into walls or into um into the floor or into the side of like just objects in front of you there were were instances where i I wouldn't deform the environment i kind of just jump through it and get stuck into the wall and then either be able to jump back out um but there was two occasions where i just fell through the entire environment and uh, fell through the level and just kept falling and had to restart. Um, the good thing about that is that the um, the save system is quite uh, forgiving. Um, it's always sort of checkpointing at certain moments. So I didn't lose pretty much any progress at all, which was handy. Um, yeah, man, it's a really simple puzzle game. The art style is, is fine. Uh, it, it plays really well. And uh, it's cheap as well. It's like a 10 buck game, so... Um, if it was like 20 bucks, then I'd be maybe a bit more hesitant <laughs> because, yeah. uh, you know, I think people will know how I feel about like the $20, $25, three hour, two hour game. Um, but this one's 10 bucks. It's, it's fun. It's interesting. It's unique. Um, if you like sort of platform puzzle games. So yeah, maybe give that a look. Um, so yeah. It seems to be doing pretty well in reviews. It's getting like nines and tens from a lot of places. Places I don't know if I'd rate it that highly. Maybe like a yeah. seven, eight. I think it's fine. I think it's a fine game. Um, so yeah, it's called Semblance. It's on Steam. It's on Switch. Uh, as far as I, th- I think it's on Switch. I think it's on everything. So yeah, check that out. Uh, and the last game we've got is Deceit. It's a free-to-play, uh, uh, what do you call them? Asymmetrical? Would you call it asymmetrical game? game? Maybe yeah, not. Yeah, I guess. A little bit. It's got elements of that. It's a um, one versus, well, no, th- there's a group of like six people, uh, yeah. and one in three people have the chance of being uh, like a monster. Um, what an odd way to say that. Uh, yeah. It's two versus four. Well, no, it can be one versus, as we found out, it's a one in three chance, <laughs> which we can talk about later. That's just a mistake. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm pretty sure it's one in three. Yeah, uh, two, versus, two versus four is one in three, motherfucker. No, it is definitely one in three. <laughs> All right. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's there's six people in the game. It's uh, people running around as humans. Um it's like a round based system where you're completing objectives you got to go around and collect um uh weapons you've got to collect 
uh, flashlights, items, gadgets. Uh, and then there's like a countdown period. Um, and when that hits zero, it's called uh, like blackout. And during that stage is when the people that are the monsters are able to transform into um, these uh, beings that are able to uh, to kill you, basically. Um, and they're able to transform by collecting blood bags that are hidden around the world. Um, and so once they transform, they're able to start murdering people. And uh, the idea for them, their objective is to basically kill everyone, whereas the survivors are trying to escape. And it's this whole social game of trying to it's basically like the thing the video game it's people trying to lie about whether or not they're infected or not and um and yeah basically playing like detective and trying to figure out who is actually not lying and <laughs> who's telling the truth um it's really fucking good it's yeah it's really good it's like this um and, and so they're in stages right so you kind of go from one area to the next and the way that works is that because you're running around this environment completing tasks and trying to basically watch your back and, and figure out who is on your team and who isn't, um, you don't really get an indication of sometimes, all right, you've gone to the next area and then all of a sudden you're like missing a player, but you don't know that because yeah. the, the way it does it in-game is so brilliant that there are voice communications, but they're split into two channels. There is the people um, that are survivors and then the, the infected also have their own separate channel. So the infected can talk to everybody in the game and they can also talk to the other person on their team. Um, so they're able to communicate directly to the other, you know, to the other monster. Um, and, and then the people that are survivors can communicate to everybody. So they can say like, it's this person or it's that person. Or all of a sudden they'll just go like, dead silent and you won't hear anything from them because they've been killed but the game doesn't tell you they've been killed it's just nothing um so yeah there's a lot of really unique and interesting ways that it sort of incorporates that um which is why i think it's really crucial to be playing (laughs) uh this game and communicating over voice comms because it's hard to not like playing this game without voice comms you're sort of missing most of it i feel like yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, like it is, it is critical that uh, you are chatting with with the other people who are playing, even if they are invariably twelve and from France. Uh, yeah, because you need to be able to like talk through whether or not someone is like a monster or not. You need that. Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely think voice comms. And we were playing, we'd all queue up in Discord and uh, play. Uh, I definitely appreciate the idea of switching to push and talk for Discord while playing this game. Um, because yeah, you don't want like, if you're just generally everything you say, if you're on like uh, voice activation, everything you say will go onto Discord. Yeah. Um, and yeah. That's that's not good if you're trying to hide what you're saying and stuff. It also doubles up a bit more, but uh, yeah, primarily. Yeah, and it also fucks up that whole idea of because at a certain stage you can be like, oh, it's actually this person, but technically in the game you wouldn't be able to tell anybody it's that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if yeah. if you roll up on me and it turns out you're the monster, and like you're halfway through eating me or mm. killing me, and I could just be in voice comes like, oh, it's Job. 
Whereas in the actual game, I can't say that because I'm technically dead. And that kind of ruins that experience. Yeah, it does. When yeah. yeah. Um But yeah, man, like it's I think it's really solid. It's it's um it's got a really like it runs really well. Um I think the mechanics in it have been thought out pretty well. Um I would like if there was more things to do in the game. Like I don't think there's enough. <laughs> um there's right. only like three maps at the moment, I think, maybe four. Four. Um, four. And it just, yeah, it just feels like there's not a lot to do other than you've got that phase where you're kind of running around um, looking for ammo and weapons and uh, gadgets. Uh, and then they're like the, the monsters are kind of looking for blood bags. So the blood bag idea is there are these um, like items throughout the world that the monsters collect and that sort of fills up their health bar which allows them to take more damage during the um, the blackout phase or nighttime phase. And, like, they they can drink them, but it sort of makes an audible sound when they're drinking them. And the survivors are, like, basically on the lookout to see who's stealing these blood bags and if they're missing. Um, And that's their kind of indication of whether or not they're on your team or not, or whether or not, like, are these people actually doing objectives? Like, are they shooting at the monster or are they just shooting into a wall near the monster? Um, and you're just kind of playing mind games with people. It's really fascinating to watch. Oh, the other thing is that everybody can see each other sort of like a silhouette of them. Um, yeah. It's like a, an outline. But if you're not moving, then that outline disappears. So you can kind of hide in corners and watch a blood bag from distance and then see if someone creeps up to it and steals it. Um, And I've done that a bunch of times. It's fucking hilarious because (laughs) some people like will just stand there and sort of look around to see if anyone's watching them and take it. And other people just kind of run past a sprint and take it. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good to watch. And then trying to yell at people on comms and convince them that they just you just saw them take it or and then like having other people have arguments with you being like, you're crazy, all this stuff. Uh, We like we had that one dude the other night who was losing his mind when yeah. I accused him of stealing blood bags yeah was this the German guy <laughs> yeah I think so yeah like I think that's probably my least favorite thing is the way that some people approach the idea of uh, like putting the like getting the suspicion off themselves yeah uh, is is the aggressive attack uh, strategy because uh, it feels like people like you don't need to do it first mm. of all it's generally like if I hear someone like start teeing off on, on someone else uh, I don't like trust them regardless like I'll, I'd prefer it if they died um, to be honest uh, like there's a difference I think between yelling you're fucking crazy like fuck off with that shit there's a difference between that, which I think is reasonable, and like, fuck you, you prick, you're a fucking dickhead, oh, you're such a fucking idiot, oh my god, you're so fucking dumb, stuff like that. And that, like, you see that a fair chunk. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, people go straight to that as their primary uh, idea of removing suspicions, and uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't like that necessarily. Uh, I just don't think it's a good tactic, and it also, yeah, it makes the game a little bit toxic. Uh, 
like natural toxic. And uh, yeah, I, I think that'll push some people away from it. Hmm. But uh, yeah, that guy was pretty fucking hilarious. Because as soon as he went in on you, I'm like, he did it fucking. Like, <laughs> I actually didn't, I actually thought, because we've been on a streak, I think, of you not being a monster. Yeah. And so at the start of the game, I was sort of cued in on this idea that you were probably it. Like this, that was my, my theory was, my operating <laughs> theory for that game was Luke's probably the monster this round because he hasn't been the monster in a while. Hmm. Uh, so if he starts getting fucking suspicious, yeah, he's uh, probably the monster. Because you get away with it like quite a bit. You play it pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, the thing was- he started to convince me that maybe I was wrong at one stage. I was like, fuck, maybe it wasn't him. Because <laughs> he sounded so angry. Yeah, he was so angry. Um, yeah. Like, as soon as he started going in on you, though, I'm like, yep, fuck it. He's the monster. He's definitely the monster. Fuck that shit. We, um, we had that other game where Gab was playing with, uh, like, some other French dude or something like that. And it was in the forest map. And we'd just gotten into the map, I think. And, um... I was sitting up on like a ledge and just sort of watching and I see, <laughs> I see these two guys running around and one of them just like grabs a blood bag and I'm like, these motherfuckers, like either yeah. they're working together or the person behind them is blind as fuck. And so I run over and it's like Gavin, this other dude, and I'm like, it's these two motherfuckers. And then they, they started getting upset. I remember yeah. there was that other kid in the, the game with us and the yeah. entire game, like, he would not listen to us. And we get to the end, and finally, he's like, oh, it was those two. I'm like, you motherfucker. Like, we've literally been like, saying it. it. The bit where he's like, oh, I think it's Chang, guys. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding, cunt? Because we've been saying that since stage one. <laughs> we've been saying it's Chang since stage one. How the fuck? Yeah. It was just like... And then I think at one stage we down them because there's like this voting system in the game where yeah. if you believe somebody is a monster, you shoot them, um, which which downs them. And then there's a vote that you take place. So um, in the first round, it's like the person needs, I think it's four votes for them to get through, which is the majority of people. Um, yeah. And then the like second stage is kind of like three people can vote for them. And then the third stage is like two. Um, and so you do that by once the player is down, you shoot them. And they kind of just, that's it. They're out of the game. They, they're gone. Um, and so you're trying, as the monster, convince other people that, yeah, they're a monster. And trying to get rid of them makes your job sort of easier. Yeah. Um, and I think at one stage we did that and the dude, like, revived them. And we're like, what are you doing? This is yeah. insane. <laughs> it's clearly yeah. this guy. Like, I saw them. Unless we I was being an ass. We should have voted his dumb ass out. Yeah. He's so fucking dumb. Uh, there was another one where, um, like, right at the start, there were three of us all in a room, uh, and, a, like, the monster ran in and drank a fucking blood bag. And we're like, what the fuck? And so we all just fucking <laughs> went in on him. Uh, and then uh, uh, this was one one Gav fucking uh, <laughs> Classic. recorded. He was, he was the monster, and uh, he was way ages away just drinking fucking blood bags on his own because the rest of us were all clustered in this one fucking room, basically. <laughs> and I shoot down the monster, and I'm like, vote, vote. If you don't fucking vote, you're you're the other fucking monster. And this other idiot runs into the room and starts shooting everyone. I'm like, cool. He's the fucking other monster. And so we put him down, vote him out, 
And then somehow we can't, like, I can't convince everyone to vote out the original guy. Like, somehow everyone's cool with just leaving him up. And so we've got two monsters, but it turns out the dude who ran in and started firing at nothing, right, firing like an idiot, was not a monster. He was just a moron. <laughs> yep. And so we voted him out. Uh, and we just basically, we're now a person down. Yeah. Ludicrous. It was very annoying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is it is an amazing game. It is spectacular. It is, and it's free. And uh, yeah, it's it's just a lot of fun. The first, we played a couple of games where there were six of us uh, and we'd all just jump out of um, the Discord channel and jump back in at the end, talk, talk, talk shit, about what yeah. happened. Um, the first one, we were playing with um, Zio. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the first game that she played. Yeah. And uh, she was the infected straight away, and I was the other infected. And she runs up and starts just unleashing into me. Because <laughs> uh, cause when you're infected, the other infected has a red outline. Yeah. And so she must have thought that because I had a red outline, I was a bad guy who hadn't had to be shot. Oh, and like we. I think you guys got out that one, right? We did. We fucking won that game somehow. Um, because, yeah, from the fucking get-go, we're, like, on the back foot. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, how do I even explain this? Why did she start shooting? Um, I think she just was misfiring. And Zio's like, yeah, I thought I saw him drink a blood bag. Um, <laughs> that but- doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Like, Please stop. Please stop talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I was just um, using the switch on the wall. And uh, I think everyone just sort of wrote it off as her being new, which we yeah, luckily got away with it. Um, yeah, like, that was a pretty good one. We had some good game, like, good six-player games. Yeah. I like that game when, when it's everyone. It's, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just funny. So, my favorite one mm. was the one, and you and I were in this, um, where the game took ages to load and eventually we get in there and it's only five people playing. So, we've dropped a person. Um, and so, we're running around. And I think we get to the second area and we kick out one of the monsters. Or maybe it was the first area. Like, we figured out who it was, the monster. Yeah. Um, and then at this stage, we're like, oh, what if, like, the other guy that left was the monster? Like, we were pretty convinced that maybe they'll, like, it was only- there was two monsters and the guy that left was the second one. Um, and then we get to the third area and we're all together. Like all of us are sort of running around and then there's fucking blood bags missing. And we start freaking out because at that stage, we're like, fuck, there's a, there's a second monster. Someone's been lying this entire time. Like <laughs> we, we, we were so fucking, I was petrified because I'm like, oh, we're getting fucked. Like someone is, is screwing us over. Um, and then eventually we get to the end of the game and we all leave. And I am so confused because all of us make it out and nobody There's has changed. Bit, right. There's this bit right at the end where you have to open the exit. And the exit takes like 15 seconds to actually open. Yeah. And during that time, the monsters are uh, like enraged. And so they can auto turn. It doesn't matter how much blood they've picked up. They're just able to like they will be. They're just monsters. And they just fucking rush. They rush you. And uh Yeah. That those fifteen seconds, we're all standing around this fucking exit, 
like waiting for it to open. Everybody's got their flashlights out. And I was fucking ready to go away. I thought it was one of you motherfuckers so hard. I was actually pretty convinced it was you, to be honest. Uh, and I'm like, oh, just fucking just, just give do me it. a fucking chance. Um, and then, yeah, we all got out and it was the craziest shit because like, I'm like, so who was the monster? Um, none of us. Yeah, none of us. <laughs> The no, game does this amazing thing where it fucks with your mind and starts removing them <laughs> randomly. That is so good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. Um, yeah, that, that was a good one. Uh, yeah, I think it just, it does a really good job of, uh, like, managing that tension uh, and, like, manipulating you into not really trusting one another. The Asylum map is easily by far the fucking worst. It's way too dark. Uh, I had to adjust. I had to turn the brightness up on my monitor so I can actually see what the fuck is going on. There were literally times in that map uh, where I was just running like completely blind. It's (laughs) way too dark. Um, The the ice map, the Arctic map is probably the best. It's my favorite easily. I like Uh, the manor. Really? Yeah, it's it's straight. It's huge. It's fucking massive. Yeah, it is. It is massive. It ends in the garden as well. I like the garden ending. Um, it's their latest map. It only came out like uh, last month, I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Arctic, I like because you know you got that transition between the levels. Yeah. You got that that bit there is pretty good. Uh, if I I tried to pull that cheeky bullshit, remember. Uh, when I tried to shoot you guys down while you were out in the snow and I figured you would reset yeah. back at the last one and you'd never make it across in time because um, the yeah. cold would get you. That yeah. was- and we're like, it's Job. He just fucking tried to murder two of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, but I, I, I nearly got, like, I got away with some shit in that one though. Like I'd lost my first person, like my other monster really early on in that game. And uh, we were going to stage three and I just could not get any blood and I couldn't get any fucking, like, anything going. And, uh, yeah, so I'm like, fuck, like, Hail Mary, I'll I'll kill you guys in the snow and then I'm only going to deal with two of you. And I'll just pretend that you guys were the monsters. Uh, it just didn't work out that way, unfortunately. Uh, but I managed to hide until nighttime and then I was able to transform and get, like, two kills anyway, so... Not too bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's like they—they've like the game is free. There, there's no egregious like pay-to-win shit in there. All the stuff you pay for is all cosmetics, um, which is—I mean, it doesn't affect as far as I can tell any gameplay. It's just like um, clothes or uh, like changing the knife. I think is Mm. one thing you can do. Um, yeah, there's no like, gameplay. Yeah, there's no gameplay. Um, the the uh, the servers are set up in in languages as opposed to um, regions, yep. um, which is fine. And I don't feel like it's a game that really. I haven't had any issues with latency that I could tell. Um, right. It's not like a Twitch shooter um, because you're kind of like the monsters are pretty much one hit kills. Um, you know they kill humans in one hit um yeah and it's just not like a i don't know like if you're by yourself and you're um with a monster like 
you're probably not in a good spot anyway. So, yeah. Like, you you have to have the right things. Yeah, you got to have the right tools with you. And if you don't... If you've got you're a camera, in- then you might get away with it. If you've got a shotgun, you might get away with it. There is a degree of, like, uh, skill, like, um, check gameplay in there where I feel like good shooters get away with more stuff than bad shooters. And in that, that situation, I feel like latency does come into effect. But I never felt like I got fucked by ping. Yeah, I haven't had um, that yet. Yeah, so I think I think it's you know it's low, low enough uh, footprint, network footprint that mm. it, I don't think it is a massive deal to be playing with people from all around the world. Yeah, which is what we've been doing. I feel like yeah. the majority of our games, a lot of Europeans, yeah, um, are in there, and <laughs> like the guy, the one guy who thought we were both the same person. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> what we yeah. were talking, uh, and he he thought we were German or something. Yeah, he thought we were German. Yeah, and what was? And there was another guy, an American guy, who was like, uh, told me to speak English, uh, <laughs> yeah. which is which is yeah, something. rich. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, like we've. I don't feel like we've ever had any problems getting the games. It's really quick. Yeah. Um. I haven't had too many bugs with it. Like once or twice, we've had it sort of just kick out back to the main menu. Um, but otherwise, it plays well. Like I'm hoping that yeah, they keep updating it because I'm having fun with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's just a yeah, it's a, a lot of fun. Like a lot of fun to play with with the group. But I, I even though mine like just random matchmaking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, the only problems we've run into is where people are clearly teaming and yeah. they're not on the same side. Like, one of them is a monster, the other one is a human, and they're just helping each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, fucked. It's garbage bullshit. Like, we've had that uh, before. But you should report them, I guess. And yeah, there's not there's much not, you can do. Not much you can do. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's called Deceit. It's on Adam Steen. And it's free. And it's free. Yeah. Uh, is that it? That's it. That's it. I feel like we should just news. And there is, news there, is there is not much. We are fucking scraping. Scraping yep. for this news. Fallout 76 beta starts in October. It does. Uh, the system's pretty odd though, right? Y- yeah. The, you how they you buy in and you have a chance to get in like I believe if you buy in you're guaranteed to get into the beta um but but it's like staged rollout it's a yeah it doesn't mean you're gonna get it like in week one and stuff so yeah a bit odd I find it very odd um and yeah we got a mate we got a mate who is fucking (laughs) gagging for it um and he wants to take time off but I don't know how you would do that for like, I mean, I don't think he should regardless because it's not like he'll keep any of his fucking progress or anything like that. So taking your time off for a beta uh, in a game where it seems like progression like is important, it feels like a waste to me. But maybe he just needs a maybe he just needs like a mental health day to play some video games and do whatever. Uh, I'm I'm cool with that. Like I'll play with him. I just I don't just don't agree with the game plan. Uh, that said, right, I don't think. You or me or Nate will have any problem getting into the beta, but if you're getting in without directly knowing people who work at Bethesda, like, 
yeah, it's a bit of a fucking dice roll, right? Like, it's yeah. a bit of a fucking coin flip. And, you know, and the other know. thing is, it being a Bethesda, like, their first multiplayer game in the Fallout, yeah, um, yeah. yeah it could be a bit dicey. Bit dicey, yeah. I, I would not... I would not take out the day one, like I would not take off day one of that beta. Uh, even if I got in, I wouldn't take off day, day one of that beta because there's no fucking way it works. You're definitely going to spend a couple of hours banging your head against the fucking wall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I feel like that's what the rollout's going to be for the main game. I think they're going to do staged. I, I don't think it's going to be a global release. They'll probably do like Australia, New Zealand first and then... Um, slowly get it out through asia and then and then yeah. when it usually hits like america europe that's when shit breaks but yeah I, I don't think they'll do like a hey it's available now at midnight across the world globally because that's when nothing will work yeah yep anyway next uh nba 2k playgrounds 2 yeah k forever 2k, 2K. Oh. furious Thanks. Too fast? Too furious, yeah. Um, uh, this is strange. Uh, yeah, Playgrounds is an NBA uh, video game, like a casual arcade, sort of like NBA Jam, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's so, been brought in under the NBA 2K license now. Yeah, so the first one was like just a, a lot of potential. It didn't really live up to... It, it's, it was a little bit clunky. Uh, like, a little, like a lot of players felt the same. And um, yeah, you, you, I don't know. It didn't really necessarily hit what it was aiming for, but you could see they were aiming for what they were aiming for and felt like if they had a bit more time, a bit more money, they could turn it into something pretty good. Uh, so from that perspective, I'm pretty excited about like 2K getting behind this because uh, I'd, I'd love an arcade basketball game. Um, I do have concerns about getting <laughs> fucked to death by virtual currency. <laughs> do you have to use your NBA 2K virtual currency yeah. to buy the game? <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Um, yeah, so I, I have some concerns from that perspective. But uh, if they if if it like manages to avoid uh, doing that, then it, like I'm pretty fucking pumped to be honest. Um, it's another basketball game, right? And uh yeah like the first one was pretty fun it was just like also a first attempt you know it felt very much like a first attempt so yeah i'm I'm excited to see what they can put together um just yeah it just has to not be fucked to death by virtual character yep (sighs) and that's a that's a that's that's a whole other thing after fucking 2k yeah and i feel like they're not getting rid of that in the next one Oh man! Well, no. So I guess we didn't put this down in, in the news list, but I did read a fucking story on Eurogamer about a dude who used the GDPR to request his data from EA. Uh, so this UK dude requested uh, all the data that EA had on him from uh, using the GDPR, which is that thing that came in where everyone was like, "We respect your privacy." You got emails for fucking weeks, mm. uh, updating terms and services for every fucking every website you've ever been on. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically that was to comply with GDPR. Um, yeah, he used it, uh, requested his details. He was trying to find out if, uh, he could see whether or not, like, 
the data would show that he was uh, um, like losing his shit and um, like losing because the game was being unfair. Yeah. There's this theory about momentum, uh, which I think we've discussed briefly before this idea that um, that like uh, massive video game companies could use matchmaking to put you into situations where you are where you like lose so that you're incentivized to purchase, like make purchases. Yep. Um, and it is a, there's a, a strong theory in uh, FIFA that it's occurring, uh, but EA have been adamant that it does not. Uh, he was trying to see if he could use data to prove that he did. Along the way, he proved that he had spent $16,000 in FIFA over the course of two years. And from that perspective, it seems like there's literally zero chance that they will ever get rid of those systems because Jiminy hmm. fucking Christmas, that's... Yeah, that's uh, why. That's a lot of money. That's, yeah. Forget, like... They, they could give that game away for free if motherfuckers can pay 16,000 bucks. Um, they wouldn't, but they could. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, and there's no question in my mind that the same sort of thing is happening in the NBA as well. Maybe. So, yeah. they, someone took out, was Activision that took out like a patent, a patent for it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's news. You, That's got, you got questions? We do have questions. Like we did. Yeah. We do. Uh, we had one come in just after we finished recording, I think, the other week. But we'll get to it now. Okay. Um, so, uh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Scrolling. Scrolling. Here we go. Jacob the Arbiter writes, Hey, cunts. I've been <laughs> listening since the eGames podcast in the Matt and Yug days. I'd really appreciate a bit of an analysis on the Stalker series. If you guys have an opinion review on the series, I'd really like to hear it. I personally think it's the best FPS and the most atmospheric game I've ever played. Fucking love the podcast and every solo cast either of you have ever done. Fight Story from Job was one of the highlights of my year. <laughs> Thanks for all the house hours of free content. And I really hope to meet you and Luke someday. I know it's kind of sad, but I've gone to the Brass Monkey in my hometown of Perth. I hope we're running into Jay at some time, many weekends in the past. Uh, please keep it up, friends. You're a grateful fan, Jacob. Thanks, dude. Um, Stalker series. Have you played Stalker? Look. Yeah, we played it back in the day. Well, fuck yeah, when we fuck yeah. Um, yeah, always been a huge fan of the Stalker series. I actually get like this really deep, um, like desire to return uh every basically anytime i see like any news about stalker at all i'll be like fuck i should play stalker again and then i remember like just (laughs) how much work it takes to get uh the first game to a point that i feel is playable because mostly for me like that game doesn't begin until like 90 minutes right 90 minutes of stupid bullshit uh and one of the most common reasons i will stop playing before the end of that 90 minutes is uh like um dying to stupid anomalies in the in the game world and once you push through that uh it opens up the way it's supposed to but yeah until that point it always feels like i'm just like waiting to get fucked uh by 
that stuff and it, and it drives me bananas um i always thought that uh was it the second one or the third one color propriet propiet what was it propiet propiet somewhere so hang on so it goes how, how does the series go it goes shadow chernobyl first mm-hmm. right yep and then what's the second one then? i didn't play that second one didn't you it was uh, like an expansion right uh yeah clear sky yep and then call the pretty app right yep um yeah yeah that appears to be it yeah and clear sky i did not like it at all uh call of pripyat has an amazing mod that comes so close to delivering on the the promise that um i think the stalker games uh made to people like heading out like heading into the into the series itself um I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but it is fucking amazing. That's the that's the game that I think about returning to a lot. Hmm. Is uh, Pripyat with with mods. Um, like as Jacob said, it is probably the most atmospheric game I've ever played. Uh, I don't think you can like the sound of rushing wind and that occasional howl of some mutated beast. Uh, and the clicking of your uh, radio radiation radiation detector thing detector yeah clicking like building and and all that kind of stuff Uh, it does a spectacular job of uh, like really delivering that sense of oppressive fucking uh, like foreboding despair that I think Stalker is mm. supposed to really be about. I've read the book, uh, well, the tra- translation of the book anyway, um, and it is, like, it's, it's a fantastic book, and that's what I think is the best thing about the, the video game series. Like, uh, I read a bit of the first Metro book, yep. um, and I couldn't really, I didn't really get into it. I don't know if it was the translation or what uh it just didn't really i always i just felt like the metro as a game um to like i made that world more um i don't know like just made it better compared to the book which i felt like wasn't as descriptive it must be the translation right um but yeah stalker no you know what it was it's because metro is a like is that single player linear narrative game right (laughs) And Stalker is that open world shit. And so I think you feel in like Stalker, you inhabit the world more, whereas Metro, you feel like you're just sort of, you're playing the book, I guess. And I know they're not the same, uh, like even before I stopped reading, I won't say, but uh, like still, it just feels like, it definitely feels like the, yeah, the game for Metro like delivers that promise of a world more. Whereas, yeah, Stalker, they just, they exist side by side. Stalker, um, the book, I can't remember what the fucking title is off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, like that is just a tale. That's someone's story from this game world. And when you play Stalker, you are, you are having your own experience in the game world. And yeah, I think that they're, they're two different things. And I think that's why Stalker as a game and as a book have been able to exist alongside one another. I can totally go for playing Stalker again. Right now, or well, not right now. No. I have to download all those mods. Yeah, 
yeah. Cool, cool, cool. E games, man. That was a while back. That was, was at the start. That was yonks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool, man. Thanks for listening all that time. Uh, I'm glad the solo casts are okay because, I mean, I know I don't listen, to them. <laughs> uh, and I know Luke doesn't either. So I, I did. Did, did, did I? No, maybe not. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Dangers is in, in on board as well. Dangers writes, Hi fellas, just wondering when you're going to release The Gap and Jack and Daxter crossover shirts. I've got a few people who keep bugging me about them. Thanks, you boy, Dang. Uh, you know what? The Gap shut down in Australia, and so I don't know if they're ever going to like do those shirts. Because hmm. we were making a deal with the Gap, the clothing brand, obviously, not The Gap, the great American podcast. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, uh, I don't know if it could happen. What about The Gap and Dax- Daxter? We just get rid-, rid of Jack. He can jack off. <laughs> uh, not even a not even a courtesy laugh, Luke. No. Nah. Mm. Uh, yeah. When when are we doing it, Luke? You you're in charge of this shit. Merchandising. Yeah, buddy. Uh, 2020. 2020? Yep. Did you, like, just crunch the numbers? <laughs> I, brain? I did, yeah. 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 Yeah, cool. Uh, that's perfect. We should get our own line of whiskey. Okay, okay sure. That's what I Are think. we brewing it at your place? Uh, no, I was thinking we could just... Um, like gets or distilling is that the right yeah, word well, obviously distilling uh well, i just thought we could get like other whiskeys and uh sell them as our own stuff right yeah like rip what the labels label off yeah. yeah okay sure yeah no yeah like import it from somewhere else like japan obviously japan yeah maybe maybe we'll have to like go on a pretty lengthy and uh intensive like taste uh, testing Exactly. Yeah. To find the right one for us, but other than that, yeah. All right. All right. That's the questions. Thanks, guys. Good stuff. Thank you for writing in. I guess that's a podcast. That is a podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, under the Gap, or the GA Podcast. If you search for us, uh, hopefully we come up. Uh, if you rate or review the show, it helps other people find it. Um, it means that we can keep uh, keep entertaining people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you want to send us questions, you can do it the old fashioned way through email, the GA podcast at gmail.com. We do still check that. Um, we do, we do check it. We just don't get it. We, we get emails from PR people and shit usually. We do actually. Yeah. We want to review this weird indie game that no one's ever heard of. All right. Sure. Cool. No, that doesn't. Send one too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can follow us on social media, facebook.com slash gapodcast, twitter.com slash gapodcast, or you can go to our website, which is gapodcast.com. It's got all the links we just talked about just then, including past episodes of the show. Uh, if you want to jump onto Discord, you can go to the links on the website as well, or the gapodcast.com slash Discord. That'll also take you there. Um, if you want mm-hmm. to chat with people, you guys are talking about, uh, what were you talking about this week? Food and stuff. Enter, enter the gungeon. Oh, yeah, no, um... Johnny Bravo was in Sydney to watch uh, 
uh, the Book of Mormon. Oh, yeah. And so I was telling him where to go get the best burgers because I'm a fucking burger expert. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Gap burgers. Gap burgers. Oh, my God. We could do burgers and whiskey. Yep. Done. Okay, Perfect. With video games. Yeah, and Jack, Jack... Well, we could have a Jack and Daxter burger. Jack Daniels. Jack, oh my god like a, a Jack Daniels and a Daxter burger I don't know what is on the Daxter burger yet but it'd work it'd yeah. be our that'd be our like instead of um, the McDonald's like combo where mm. you get like fries and a drink you get the Jack and Daxter combo where you get a Jack Daniels and a burger yeah this is this is why I'm in merchandising it's true <laughs> it's true marketing All right yep that's the show uh, oh, and that's all thanks to our Patreon if you want to help support the show you can go to patreon.com slash gapodcast I appreciate everyone does that and uh, that's it that's the show uh, you got anything to pimp out this week any work uh, head to Red Bull and have a look at um, a story I did tell you, like looking back at Chief Infinity season one uh, I think it's going to be unpopular so I suggested a bunch of shit that I think they need to fix uh, and uh, get the feeling like they're not I don't know that I'm not about that criticism yeah um and you know generally i don't criticize games on red bull that much uh i'm very like positive on on red bull uh and yeah it's like uh i'm a shark that's been swimming around hmm. in these in these esports waters just like sharking it up right uh, but not eating any anything, and then and people have forgotten that I'm a motherfucking shark. Right. I don't know sharks. Yeah. Just thinking about sharks. And then one day you'll come back and be like, "I'm still here. I'm still angry. I'm still Fuck a fucking you. shark, bitch." Halo I was six. actually. I was gonna do a. Uh, I was gonna talk. See if we, see if you want to talk about the uh, you know the um, James Gunn thing. Uh, why? Why not? It's pop culture, you know. On here, or like start a separate podcast. On here, on this podcast. <laughs> it's up to you, man. I don't know. Did you want to talk about? If you want, what do you, what do you think? What are my thoughts on it? Yeah. Um, I think it's a bit excessive. A bit excessive. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked. Like he's cooked. Yeah, like digging up old things that were said how long ago were they 10 years ago 8 10 years, years ago yeah yeah um yeah and stuff that was easily accessible like J- James Gunn was one of those directors or, or even personalities that was pretty like out there and outrageous like the, this is the guy that did uh like Lollipop Chainsaw right <laughs> um that, that wrote that um yeah. and and made uh I can't even remember those classic films he made. Was it Slither? No. Yeah, Slither. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like that's... He, he was all about like B-grade, shitty, like those types of movies. And I think Disney knew what they were getting into when they, they hired this guy. And it'd be yeah. like fucking... Like, oh, let's hire Job to make a fucking kids network, like a kids gaming TV show. Yeah. And then like not doing any... Like understanding who you are... And then, like, a couple of years later, go like, this guy's actually a fucking giant cut to people on the internet. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, well, that's all right. Fair enough. <laughs> like, I mean, I uh, take exception <laughs> to that particular characterization. But, uh, yeah, 
Uh, yeah, like that's. I think that's that's it, right? And it's not like just a couple of years. This is a decade later, and they were jokes on the internet. And on top of that, like I think the intent behind digging them up is pretty fucking clear. Like it's pretty obvious that this is not done to like. I mean, I've seen a lot of fucking a lot of uh people saying oh you know it's good to get rid of a pedophile uh as if making jokes about that like about fucking babies or sorry being pissed on by a three-year-old or whatever the fuck makes like makes you a pedophile Mm. they're jokes and the worst thing is these people actively know that they're jokes and I just don't understand what the fuck their end game is. Like, I do not understand what they are trying to, what, what fucking world model they're trying to get to because it doesn't end the way they think it does. It doesn't end with fucking, oh, well, all jokes are allowed now. Oh, uh, you know, oh, I can't even make a joke about a black person at my job anymore because I'll get fired by the PC police. Uh, take that, James Gunn. No, that's not how this fucking ends, idiot. You don't fucking, like, they don't reset and cut all fucking, oh, well, I guess anyone can make any joke they can because James Gunn got fucking fired. No, this is setting a fucking precedent. This is not good for you, for, for the person who desperately wants to make racist or homophobic or sexist jokes. This does not end very well. Because all you were doing is, like, shit, America's bad enough, right? Like, at least in Australia, you need, like, it's pretty hard to get fired in Australia, right? Uh, After you've been somewhere for more than three months. You're pretty good, right? We we have, like, as as many problems as we still have. (laughs) Yeah, we've got unfair dismissal laws that are, like, pretty fucking rock solid my wife works in hr and like when they want to fire someone who she will tell me like she'll obviously keep things uh vague so that like it's it's not obvious who they are or what part of the business they're in or anything like that but she'll tell me like here's a list of the things this person has done right and this and it's the sort of shit where like you're, you're like, holy fuck, how were they not fired when, like, at bullet point one here? And you're already up to number 12 in the list? <laughs> Look, I don't know, you have a shit in the sink, Job. But- <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and sometimes I'm, I'm, things like, need to be done. She has to, like, fucking Sherlock Holmes it up to, like, like find all the evidence they need it's like some cop shit where they're like well now we have to fucking build a case against them so that we can actually fire them because if we don't build a strong enough case they will go to unfair like um unfair dismissal and we'll get our fucking pantsuit off mm-hmm. and meanwhile like back in the day I'd take two sick days in a row and I'm like oh fuck I'm definitely fired now fuck meanwhile like dudes are uh, out here, like straight up, just <laughs> pooping <being> in sinks, <laughs> pooping in sinks, and they're like, "Well, I'm just gonna keep going to work." Like, I wouldn't even want to go to work after I pooped in the sink. God damn it, I'd be mortified. But nah, these dudes, they don't give a fuck. It's crazy. It's crazy. So in Australia, right, it's still pretty hard to get fired. 
But if you were like, if you're going to roll around like creating new reasons for people to get fired, for like creating precedent for people to get fucking fired from their jobs, it doesn't end with nobody gets fired from their jobs for making un PC jokes anymore. It ends with a lot more people get fucked on this. And I don't understand how the anti-PC people think this, like, plays out. Because, yeah, like, they are either, like, concern trolling where they're like, you know, I just want to get pedophiles uh, not making movies anymore, which is, like, just insane. The idea that James Gunn has been convicted as a pedophile because he made some fucking tweets is crazy and exacerbated so much, so much more by the, the fact that they're generally the same people who don't want to be like labeled a racist for making racist jokes. Uh, like how, like what's, what's going on with that disconnect. And then the other thing is like the way that this plays out for everyone else, like Dan, Dan Harmon deleted his Twitter account and they were trying to get Rick and Morty cancelled. What the fuck's the game player there, cunts? Because you know that fucking... You know the dudes who like Rick and Morty wrecked a McDonald's because they couldn't get Szechuan sauce, right? Like, you really want to fucking... You want to you want to militarize that fucking fan base? I don't think you do, to be honest. I think you want to probably not anger them. Not to mention, like, half the people who are... Like, I, I love to see how many... Like, it was driven by that idiot, that fuckwit, Mike Cernovich, who, if he had, like, if he could get a job anymore that wasn't at somewhere that, like, self-identifies as full of fuckwits, uh, he would be fucked. Because he has, like, his tweets make James Gunn's tweets look like fucking Brian Gumble. Like, good God. his He has tweeted so much about how rape is not a thing uh, and like rape you can't rape your wife because she's your property and shit he's tweeted shit like that right like if anyone would want to desperately avoid uh, weaponizing Twitter and getting people fired over Twitter uh, you'd think it'd be him but anyway regardless I would love to see how, how much support he lost when he decided to go after Rick and Morty because, good God, that is, uh, like, half half the the people who are, like, wish they could be less PC or whatever haven't quite put together the fact, like, the idea that, like, making people feel bad with jokes is not really the best way to go. Like, also like Rick and Morty. Like, that fucking... That meme, that Rick and Morty meme. To be fair, you have to have a pretty high IQ to enjoy Rick and Morty. Um, blah, 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 blah. Like, someone wrote that sincerely. Mm. And you know that person is, like, probably thinking that the world is too PC. So, like, yeah, I don't know. Just just dumb. Just so dumb. Uh, also... I'm not that invested in, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I actually have been thinking about it quite a bit, and with the exception of seeing how Infinity War plays out, hmm. I'm pretty done with Marvel movies. Like, you Marvel burnout type shit. I'm, I'm pretty much there. 
And if yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy three isn't isn't going to be as good or a thing. Like if if they came out like the cast of that and were like, actually, no, we're good. Which yeah. I don't think they maybe they can't because of contracts, but. Like, if they were to come out and be like, ah, oh, actually, nah, we're good, I probably wouldn't be, like, I'd be fine with that. <clears throat> yeah. Like, he's, yeah, pretty much, I don't know, that movie to me. Like, it's not like the movies resemble the comic books at all. Hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably done with Guns if he's not on board. I mean, well, he's written it, right? So he's written the third one. Whether or not they take that and continue with it or, like, they'd probably want to get another director, right? Unless they do end up rehiring. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they'll just wait a bit for it to die down and rehire him or something. Yeah, but I feel like the ballsy move would be for Chris Pratt and Zoe and, like, Batista to be like, actually, no, we're good, we're not. We're not coming back. Have you seen Batista on fucking Twitter? Yeah, he's been lighting them up, eh? He's fucking popping off. <laughs> like, what if he just came and was like, I'm going to do the shittiest acting job. Like, I'm contracted to be here, but all you yeah. got to get is fucking blank face. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'd do. I'd just be a giant dick about it. Yeah. Like- well, that dude's getting work. He doesn't need... <laughs> well, maybe he does. He, he is like... Yeah, seriously, he's... Like, doing quite well. I mean, he was fucking awesome in Blade Runner. Yeah. And it's not like Chris Pratt needs it either. Or, or yeah. Zoe's on arm. Like, yeah. No. I think they're yeah. all fine. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Good. Good, 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 good. Cool. Okay. That's the show. That's it. That That's all we got. Uh, next week. What's happening next week? I'm not sure. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. There's, is there much out? Uh, we're doing. Is it Spider Man next week? Yes, we are. Yeah, don't know if we can talk about that though. Don't um, know if we can talk about it. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to try and play this Banner Saga game that came out today. Right, I haven't played any of the others, so I might have to. Might be a much bigger task than I immediately assumed, but uh, yeah, I'm going to check that shit out. I'm yeah, download Grand Theft Auto, which is 81 gigabytes. Really? Apparently. Yeah. Okay. They've done something <laughs> yeah. 81 I'm pretty sure it was 50 when no. I got it no no where are you downloading from Steam oh okay no well I I use the Rockstar launcher okay maybe it's different I don't know maybe. anyway cool that's it thanks everyone for listening and we'll be back what? next week bye